think so. Now I'm going to give you some tips on um, drawing and line techniques or just maybe if it's not a tip, it's just uh, something that you might can relate to how this it might be a tip, but it's just a scenario of how I uh, push myself to um, develop my line strategies early on and I did this very young um in a in the in the in this natural process but I remember um you know when you're first you can some artists can relate to this or some illustrators can relate to this when you're first really drawing even at your best you have a tendency to do a lot of sketching right so Sketching is okay because it's a part of um, it's a part of some people's natural process. It's like that's how they see how they can accomplish doing whatever it is they're trying to uh, whatever it is that they're trying to draw. They feel most comfortable in the in in the uh, sketching process. And if I remember correctly. Um, Sketching was, it was nice, but I, for years in the elementary process, it was, it was nice and I could enjoy it. I could see how I could connect certain things, but I couldn't, I was one of those people where I couldn't wait to get out of the sketching. And one of the irritations of the reason why I felt like it has to be a better way to draw something. Maybe this is the way that I'm explaining it helps to be able to understand my natural process was I, in my mind, I was just thinking it has to be a better way to be able to draw something. Um, because I was sketching, but I think you, I think most illustrators early on, like when you're first learning how to draw and you go into that process, you have to bypass somehow the sketching phase. Like, I think it's just a part of, like, a natural, you know, you have to. So, I remember being in the sketching phase, according to my observation, longer than what I preferred to. And my problem with it was, it wasn't the stopping and the starting. Um, for me, I kind of felt like some of my proportions early on were they just weren't accurate they just weren't accurate and you know obviously I work I wore glasses my whole life too so I knew that was probably why and I didn't like wearing glasses when I was younger because you know you get picked on you would get picked on for wearing glasses and now I love eyewear but when I was younger I didn't like wearing them wearing them and uh and so I imagine that between the sketching and just not wearing my glasses early on that I was not getting the proportions right. And I'm, and you, and you're also not training your, when you're that, when you're that young, I think also too, you're not really training your eyes to see that much accuracy. I don't really think you know how to, and not all the time does an instructor or a teacher know how to help you to see clearer how to. Because to me, it is a hand-eye coordination uh, exercise. It's something that you have to, it's a concentration in. 
I, I, I feel like that when I'm doing it. I feel like it has to, it is a connection between that. And well, with that being said, so when I would be sketching, when, after I looked at everything, I just kind of, I would not be happy with it. And that was early on. And I was like, I have to get a better way. And this is how, um, I remember showing the drawings, you know, uh, to my mother and being like, look, like, I know I could do, I'd be so frustrated. I'm like, I know this can look so much better than this because I just drew it. But you know, can you relate to like, if you ever drew something and you know, you drew it before, whether it was a character or something, you drew it before and it looked better. And then you try to draw it again and it didn't look that good. But when you're developing your system, when you're developing your pattern or doing something, you can't, you're not always creating a memory of how you did it. So I couldn't remember how exactly I was doing it. And that was what was frustrating. Me. So when I asked my mother, but I'm like, well, how are you? I was like, can you see this? I'm like, I don't know why these particular, this drawing, I just did this. But now when I'm trying to do it, it's not coming out right. And, and I had, and the thing, the thing that really irritated me is I had a lot of eraser marks. I was, the sketching was leading me to erasing. And I got to a point where I could not stand the eraser on a pencil because what was, I would, because of the sketching, it created like a stopping and a start starting for me. And I would use so much of the eraser, it would get down to the metal, metal part, which would scratch or scuff the paper. And then it would leave like a permanent part there on a good drawing. And it would irritate me so bad because I felt like I could, once I got to a certain point where I had erased it so much, it was almost like it was like a permanent spot on that paper. And some of y'all know what I'm talking about. But you know how when a drawing be so good to you, you don't want to throw it out? <laughs> You'd be like, it's still so good. I don't want to throw this drawing out. And so I would come up with all kind of strategies. I raised my hand, asked the teacher, ooh, can I go to the restroom? I'll be dabbing paper towel, bringing it back, hiding it in my pocket. And when she wasn't looking, I'd be dabbing paper on my drawings, trying to lift the permanent <laughs> mark. And that was like, that was what left me um, going back. So my mother being like, it's, it's got to be a better way. I'm like, look at this. I need another set of eyes. So, she really, so I remember she would look at, she would look at a couple of my drawings and she'd be like, well, can't be, you do it. She was like, you know how to draw. So she was like, look at your, she was like, look at this. You have, when she looked at it, she was like, I don't know how to draw at all. She said, but when I look at this, I know you know how to make a good lines. So she said, you know how to do that. So why don't you just try to do it more? And to me, that was like, when she said that, all of a sudden, for some reason, it just clicked. Like, it just absolutely clicked. And it was, because she said it. She said, you know how to do good line she said so why don't you just work on doing that more and suddenly for some reason that was my solution and I said oh you know what you're right and and from that point on in my mind I omitted sketching not saying that it's not a good practice I'm just saying I was trying to figure out how to get to another step 
while I had the uh while I had the interest. I was trying to figure out how because I wanted to begin to do some other aspect of shading or some other technique and I felt like the sketching was slowing my, up my process because I could see how to do the other technique but the sketching was holding me back. So when she said that I was like boom there we go. It's the I I was like from this point on I'm like it's me and these lines. Like that's it. And that and that was when unfortunately for me that was when she was like okay she uh she had a suggestion. She said well you know with this round of school, uh, uh, when this round of school come up, you pick out your pens, pens and your pencils. She was like, because I know you're going to color up all the school paper. I know you're going to draw up all the school paper. She was like, I'm going to be mad anyway. But she told me how many packs of pencils I could get. And she said, you just be selective in which ones you're going to pick up. <laughs> so I had a I had a uh, school pencil and pen budget. And I remember discussing with my classmates some of them use different kind of pens and pencils for other things and it was certain pens and pencils that was coming out that to me was like I was like I might need to look into this because now I gotta uh now I gotta some school supply budget and I wasn't thinking about no school work I was thinking about drawing with these and um and so I picked up the regular pencils like they used to sell like the regular paper made pencils just for regular schoolwork, I would pick up like two to four packs of those. And then I would get, when uh, I had a friend of mine, I had two friends of mine in class. They had, their parents had put them up on the mechanical pencils. And the mechanical pencils had the little eraser and you click, you could click one or two times. And then you know the lead, the, it would push the little lead out. And then if you messed up, you wouldn't be wasting the lead. You could erase. And they was like, and then look, and then if the lead fall out, then they would show you how you could put the lead back into the post. I'm laughing because it's kind of funny now. But you know, it was innovative when you little when when I was young, I was like, dang, that's fresh. So I had a my friends was like, look, Cambia. They was like, first, it was like, before you tell her to buy this get I'm gonna give you a pencil so I had two friends of mine who gave me because they was like you draw a lot they was hip to me and they was like you draw you they was like you draw so much they was like don't get this unless it's gonna work so I had two friends of mine in school that gave me a pencil uh a mechanical pencils and they was like just try them they was like because we they was like we use them for math they was like, we use them for math and for science because we always messing up on our problems and the eraser is easy. But they was like, for drawing, we don't know how it's going to help you. So <laughs> I really appreciated that. So I took the mechanical pencils back home and I worked on those. I worked with those in, in all of my schoolwork. I wanted to see if they would work for schoolwork and for drawing too, just in case, because I was like, I might be able to include a pack of this in my, uh, in my budget. So I worked with them in a drawing. Now, the only thing I I loved, I, what I loved about the mechanical pencils is, is I could draw my lines, but they would be so subtle and they would be, they almost didn't make any impact on the paper, you know, pr probably because I shouldn't have been drawing on that paper anyway. It was regular schoolwork paper, but <laughs> it wasn't making no impact on this paper for me. 
Um, but the eraser, I loved it because every time I needed to erase something, it would actually lift the lead up off the paper without tearing up the paper. And I was like, okay, they under some these erasers. It's better than the uh, paper made erasers at the time, you know, in the 90s. I'm like, these erasers actually do lift the lead. I'm going to try an eraser with all kind of puzzles I had. Now, in my trapper keeper. So, um, so I worked on line development with the leads, but I, but it wasn't enough to keep me where I could use the pencil. I could not see myself including that in my, in, in my, in my pack where I was going to buy more than one pack. So I think I, I think that year I bought one pack and then I bought the rest was regular pencils. And then I bought at the other, um, and then I bought what had first came out was the pins with the erasers. Now y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all remember the pins with the erasers. And I, and I think that was what was, that was actually what was on my mind that I wanted to do next. I had seen uh, a couple drawings from high school students and I was young. I had seen a couple drawings from high school students that was in pen. And I remember looking at the paper and thinking they drew this in pen and I couldn't see no pencil marks. And in elementary, for some reason, that impacted my mind. And I was like, I didn't even know that was possible. Like, to me, it just seemed, it seemed like, I was like, how did they do that? So, and the um, teacher was like, that's pen. The teacher was like, that's pen. And I was like, I remember being, being in elementary and being like, I got to give me some pens. I got to start drawing pens. That's what I told myself. So the sketching was holding me back because once I had saw the high school students was drawing in pen, I was like, I need pens. I need to start drawing with pens because I like the way their drawings look in pens. And it seemed, it seemed absolutely impossible to be able to do. But for somehow when I looked at it, the pens looked clearer the lines, it looked like it would be easier for me to draw in pen if I could stop sketching. Hopefully now that makes sense. So that was what I decided to do. So I had my mother pick up. So instead, I picked up one pack of mechanical pencils. Um, I picked up two packs of the regular pencils. And then to try them out for the first time, I picked up the uh, pens, the uh pens with the erasers because I wanted to draw with these pens because they had eraser I was like I I was like I'm gonna mess up that's what I told myself I was like I'm gonna mess up drawing in ink for the first time but I was like but I want to start drawing in ink and so that was Drawing in ink with the eraser, even though I no longer wanted to use erasers with pencils, it was my the best way that I could figure out how to be how to uh for it to act as a prerequisite to drawing in ink. I was like, I can I need to start doing this and I'll use these until I can make myself draw straight lines. The other thing 
it, it had just got to a point where it irritated, it irritated my artistic process. I was so irritated by, by doing it. I was like, this has to stop. <laughs> and that was what happened. And I worked on it and I worked on it. And so I stopped doing it. The, and the erasing, the erasing, it got to a point where even in pen, um, erasing for me had become, had become so irritating. Uh, for some reason, I was so irritated by it because I would be trying to get what I was picturing to do down fast enough before I could figure out. I was trying to hold the concentration on how to do it um, long enough, and the erasing was holding me back from the problem solving. And I was like, I gotta stop erasing. I gotta figure out how to make these lines do what they're supposed to do and put this down. And so I think it was because uh, I honestly was telling myself to stop doing this. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. You know, just stop. And that's how I stopped. And then as a discipline, that's how I stopped. And um, that's how I started to be able to somewhat be able to draw in ink and in these other, and even go back to pencil. Once I got to a point where I knew how to draw in pen well enough, which took, which took, took years, because I worked on it for so long, I wanted to do it the way I saw the, the these older artists had actually figured out how to do it. I wanted to do it like that. And it took so long for me to figure out how to draw in pen like that i made myself practice it as a discipline i believe for at least 10 to 12 years from that from that stage but working with pen sent me back to a new my new now more comfortable approach of how i wanted to use pencils and and it's and once i got past that and worked on it in a practice um I pushed myself past the point of needing certain uh grid lines and guides and I don't know if that makes any sense but it's true it is true that 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 I saw it that way and um, I remember at one point when I was older, I was with, and I'm not going to say anything for this particular case, but I was with some friends of mine who were, who were, uh, some of them were art students at uh, Cast Tech. So I'm not going to say any names, but they were art students at Cast Tech. And then I had another friend, which we had knew each other from high school, and we both went to Northern. So, and these was all elevated art students. So now we was in the company of art, of who we wanted to be in the company of. These strong illustrators now in the city, you know, you know how you are. You about between 19 and 23. You feel like you actually do know something once you've been in advanced art classes for this long. So we was all advanced artists by that point. And then, like I said, I was professional. I had pushed myself into being a professional artist at 18. You know, so I already felt 
really good about what I was doing. And to be in their company and to see what they were working on in Midtown was, it was a treat. But I'm going to tell you, some of the illustration that they were doing was absolutely phenomenal. And I've always been impressed by um, people that have disciplinary practices and they know how to do what they're doing. And it was phenomenal. And so, but in my company, in my visit with them was something that I realized they've realized with me that I didn't know whether it was a good thing or a bad thing and I still kind of don't know how to interpret it but I realized that it was that unless someone actually expects me to do it I don't do it and it's still omitted in my natural processing as when I, they was like, we was going through each other's sketchbooks, and I'm looking at their drawers, they looking at my drawers, I'm like, dang, this fresh, they got all kind of fresh stuff, and what I noticed was, some of their faces, they had all of this, this extra, it was like sharp movements and a shading going on, and, and at one point, uh, my friend's friend, he looked at my work, and he looked at me, and he said, wait a minute, he said, he said, he was going through my sketchbook, and he said, wait a minute, it can be. And he said, I have never seen your artwork before, but he said, I'm looking at your work, and there's no grids. He was like, you don't use a grid? He was like, you don't use anything? He said, how are you drawing this? And I said, I just draw it. And he looked at me like, that didn't make no sense. But, you know, he was a student from, he was a student from Cass Tech. But he kind of looked at me like, that don't make no sense. What you mean? I was like, I told him, I said, I honestly didn't know what he was talking about. He, he was like, uh, you ain't using no grids. I was like, nah. I was like, nah, I'm just drawing this. I was like, I just drew that. And he kind of looked at me like, how? <laughs> and I asked him, I said, what do you mean? I'm not, I was like, what do you mean you're not using the grid? He said, oh, he said, so he went, they got, they, he went, he got a couple supplies. He grabbed a ruler, you know, one of the, uh, Utrecht sketch pads, one of the, uh, like artist loft sketch pads or whatever like that. And a pencil, he said, you don't do this. And he laid the paper down and he drew the grid, you know, straight line, a line, at the top, a line in the middle, and another line. And he said, you don't do this right here before drawing a face? And then he started to draw out a face from this particular grid. And I said, no, nah, I don't do that. But when he was doing it, I was like, dang, that's fresh. Because suddenly, all of a sudden, all of his proportions in the face was correct. The eyebrows, the eyes, the nose, the this and the that. But he couldn't figure out how I had drew mine with the proportions as correct that he looked at it as he was looking at it. And there was no grid. And I told him, I said, I'm just drawing it. And so when he did it, then actually that was for the first time I, I started actually using grids. I started using grids just because he showed it to me because I thought it was a cool technique. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, at like 21, between 21 and 23, I just started doing it just because he. He did it, and I used it a couple times. I'm like, dang, that's fresh. And then after a while, I stopped using the grids. Sometimes, I'll, sometimes I, I, I treat it like it's an effect. Like, uh, it's an effect. Like, I, because I was never using them, so when I saw what he did with it, it just seemed 
fresh, what I saw in it, I saw possibilities of what you could do with the grid system. Um, and I just saw that I could do other things with it, not actually use it as a basis for drawing for me each time. Um, so that might help you um, to be able to understand. So the lines that uh, me being introduced to the grid, so me being introduced to it, me learning how to become, uh, I think some things have to irritate you. If you have a natural, once you get to a natural approach and something about what you're doing irritates you so bad, you have to figure out how to, how to maneuver it to your liking. I think that you could develop a developmental practice to bypass a step, uh, or to see it differently or to endure it or approach it differently uh, in order to be able to use it more effectively and or use it at all. So that's how I got, that's how my lines uh, really developed. And rough drafts, to me, that was, a, to me, what he showed me was an attempt to rough draft. And it was a step that, although I could see why he was doing it, because his drawing, once he was done, it was so fresh. And they're not, you know, going through all these sketchbooks, and their illustrations were so fresh. And I knew he was staying by it in his technique, because it was a, someone had taught it to him as a learned principle and as something that he should do each time. So when I was going through his drawings, I'm like, oh, okay. It actually worked for him, like, consistently. I'm like, this is what... So for me, I'm looking at like this is what you're supposed to be doing. Like this is real, you know what I'm saying? Like that's fresh. That's what you're supposed to be doing. But for me, rough drafts, um, still was not a part of something that I wanted to include in my natural processing because I still wanted to get to a certain conclusion quicker. And for me to take time to if I could see how to do it, I'd rather just do it as opposed to for me to just sit here and then I got to do this. I got to do this first and this first and this first and then this. And then I got to do all these things before I actually could begin to draw. I actually felt like it was it was not something that I I couldn't see how to how to keep the vision. Uh, I couldn't see how to keep my approach to or stay focused to do it. And it was easier for me to bypass it. Like, it was easier for me. I could see exactly how to draw the whole thing without doing any of that. And I was like, I'd rather just draw the whole thing. And that's what I would do. And that's what I do. So when some people, they would say, when I was trying to explain to some people, um, these there's no rough drafts, you know, no rough drafts. Like, I don't rough draft my uh, drawings like I'm I'm all over the concepts or uh, some of the ideas that I'm thinking about doing I'm possibly looking at people and illustrations or just doing the random research that I think most artists should be doing or are doing anyway and I'm always looking at these things anyway so in my mind 
the, the uh, images of proportions and how they're supposed to be are readily available uh, because I keep storing them, because I keep looking at, because I've, I developed that as a practice as opposed to using these other techniques. I developed the research as a practice and storing the information and, and keeping that readily available as a practice as opposed to using a gridding, gridding system. So in which case, I feel like it's omitted for me where it's just not comfortable. And I would have people where they would really be set aside. Uh, they would be put aside, you know, by 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 that. They couldn't understand or they felt like, oh, it, it's absolutely wrong. <laughs> like, that's an F. <laughs> that's like, that's like when you ask, that's like uh, for some people where you ask them, cause for me, it's the same with math. Like, you could ask me, you could have asked me, and I can't do this, but, like, let's just say, it's some people where you could ask them a, the, one of the most ridiculous math problems, they actually give you the answer. But if you took them to the chalkboard and handed them a piece of chalk, you, you tell them, uh, now write the problem out for me, and they can't do it, well, that's me. Like, I can't do it. Um, so, for me, in connection with the art, it's the same way. Like, it's a, um, you know, it's like, uh, it's the same. Actually, that's, it's, it's exactly the same. It's, it's exactly like how I explained it with the math problem. It's like, you got a difficult question. Here's the most difficult artistic answer. It's done no rough, no rough draft. And if someone asks me, <laughs> take me to the chalkboard, with some chalk and be like, now show me how you did it. What was the steps? I probably wouldn't be able to tell you. And you'll probably want to give me an L because I didn't do all of those little steps. So, but, but keep in mind, that's my natural approach too. And I don't think, and, um, it's a combination of having learned all of the most important artistic principles so still, all of the most artistic principles, uh, for me, they're all jammed together. The reason why I was able to formulate the, the uh, difficult answer in a summary of an artistic approach by not, by not rough drafting. So still, the compiled answer is all there uh, when I get ready to draw. If you go take me to the truck for it and, you know... <laughs> Like math, they try to get me to uh, to write that problem out. I'm not gonna be able to help you, you know. So um, that happens. That actually happens happens to me a lot. So so that's my that's my point. So my line. So for me, my line, my tip is for some people it's like they. To me, it's easier to work on your lines and to look at the tools that you use differently. I'll give you another tip. Uh, sometimes it depends on what I'm working with, like in picking your tools, you know, in picking, I call whatever utensils that you use, you have to see what you actually want to want to use. I loved the lead, the way the lead looked on the mechanical pencils. To me, it was kind of fresh. Cylinder, 
sharp, sharpened, you know? I was like, this is a nice pencil. Make me want to use it. Um, but when it came time to use it, it didn't actually do exactly what I wanted it to do. But I had some friends that could draw with it. But the drawings would be too light for me. You know, I kind of wanted to make more of an indentation. I kind of wanted to make more of a, uh, you know, I kind of wanted to make some aspects of it stand out a little bit more. But for me, it wasn't working. Um, so in connection with what you're using and the impact you want to make on your in your illustrations, like only you know what your illustration process is. For some people, they are, you know, some people, they, they like to draw draw hard onto the surface. Some people like a lighter approach onto the surface of paper or the materials that they're using. So to me, in picking your materials, you want to take time and working with your line development, you want to take time to look at your leads. Of all of the pencils that you might be thinking about purchasing, look at the leads. And then, you know, what they have in most stores now is you can go, they have usually a sketch, like a random thing there. You can usually try out some of the pencils before you buy them. And then you'll be able to know if that's actually the ones that you want to get or pins or markers and stuff like that. If that's the ones that you want to get. And the other thing that I um, would recommend is that like in, for uh, another thing in um, in line placement, like in developing your lines, is how you hold the pencil. And what you'll see is you just kind of want to play with that method quite a bit. Play with that method quite a bit because what what might work for you today, if you hold the pencil just a little bit differently, um. In exercises, in, in various exercises, what you might find is that you might like another way of holding your pencil, or you might be able to figure out another way of holding your pencil that may impact the paper just a little bit differently. And you probably wouldn't have known that before. So this is where the playing part comes in at. And so to me, with lines and with shading, you have an opportunity to play more you could play quite a bit you could, should be able to um look at what you're doing long enough and be able to see if you can hold your pencil differently look at the way the lead is should you hold it at this angle or that angle should you try another angle should you not grip the pencil this way should you grip the pencil that way um i always recommend taking a little bit of time every once in a while and not drawing anything, but taking a little bit of time and using some paper just to get familiar with your utensils. Like practice lines, practice shading. You're not drawing anything in particular. You just want getting familiar with what is this particular tool going to do so that you're familiar with it 
you're familiar with it. That's what you want to do. And so that's me with um that's me with with lunch because that's what I think it might help you. You try it, you might like that you can actually do that. And and so that was the other thing that was helpful was because I you know, I remember you remember the little pencil sharpener that'd be in front of the class. That See, all of that stuff got to a point where it irritated me because I was always raising my hand to go to the pencil sharpener. And the teacher be looking like, some of them teachers be irritated like, now you know doggone well you ain't doing that much schoolwork. And they wasn't lying because they knew I was drawing with them doggone pencils. And I just wanted to keep my pencil sharp. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You be raising my hand. What, Cambia? <laughs> Can I use the pencil sharpener? They be like, yeah. I get up there, I take about 12 pencils up there. I'm like, I got to make this one errand real quick. Go up there, I'm up there five minutes with that dog on rotary pencil sharpener. They're like, Cambia, we in the middle of class. Can you please let us know when you're done? I'm up there like five or ten minutes trying to sharpen all my pencils because I got to make it good. Um, so, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Stuff like that, like the embarrassment of trying to get through my natural creative process and be in school, uh, and with your peers and with other people like that, although it's not bad, those were things that made me uh, practice my discipline harder than other people, I think, because I will always get caught, you know, get in trouble for it. Like, I got to sharpen all my pencils. If I go up there with one, I'll be calculating. If I go up there with one pencil, with this dog on loud rotary thing up here, knowing doggone well that the janitor was just here early in the week, nailing that, drilling it affixed to the door. You know what I'm saying? I got to make it good. I got to sharpen all of them. And, um... And so, that's what I would do. That's literally what I would do. And so I would have people where me and my classmates, like, we got to the point where we had a system. Like, some of our, some of my friends, they was more hip. To, they would get in trouble for other stuff. Because so like I said, I have friends. That's the one thing about having, having friends that's equally as intelligent, but they do something else. I had friends, they were so smart with other stuff, and they needed me to do stuff. I'd be looking like, help me out. I need some sharp pencils. If you sharpen your, if you pretend like you need to sharpen your pencils, but they my pencils, I will help you out. And so we would switch up, because I would eat all my pencils sharpened. I'm like, I gotta get, like, I gotta get through school today, and art can't wait. I couldn't, I couldn't figure out how to get to that, to them techniques fast enough. Like, I'm like, I'm not about to be up in here and not be no professional artist before I graduate high school. That was how I felt. I was like, I don't know what y'all trying to do. I was like, I'm an artist. By the time I get out of high school, that's it. That's what I told, you know, that's why I felt like that. I'm like, I need all these pencil sharpened. So... 
because you know so like I said that's really because that was my mindset on a lot of stuff that's what I was able to do that's why I was able to bypass those steps and sometimes that's what you have to do because you may not know why but you may be needing to do something else you may be picturing some some other approach how to do something and if you stay right there you might not be able to get to it fast enough so you might have to see you might have to see what else you could do i'm looking at my puzzles right now that's like and so that's what i'm saying like me so when i encourage people to work on their lines and i encourage you to work on your your drawing that's because I, like I said this on my earlier podcast, this this part will sound so confusing to some people, but it's the truth, right? When I tell people, if I was to just tell someone or people who thought that they were familiar with my work, if I was to just tell them, oh, I know how to draw everything, they probably would not believe me. Why? Because they hadn't seen me draw everything. But I always knew how to draw everything because I would be drawing everything when I was little. That's how I know how to draw everything. I would be drawing everything that looked like it was hard to draw when I was little. And but when I got what what happened what happened with me in the natural process with the net with the um with wanting to learn lines was the most difficult thing to me that I could figure out how to draw was faces. I got to a point where I wanted to draw people and they seemed impossible to be able to draw. Where they actually looked like something and I wanted to draw people. So I went through the phases of drawing all everything early in elementary school. I, you know, and in middle school I drew everything every day. And, um, but when I got the faces, faces was like the mountain that, that someone has to climb for me. Like, for me to be able to actually do faces, it was something that I aspired to. That's why, um, people know me by portraits, by the portraiture or the, or the figurative works. You know, I aspired to get to a point where I could do them well enough because it seemed impossible. And that piqued my interest. And that's why it became a developmental practice for 20 or more years of drawing faces and picking out aspects of the face that I wanted, some aspects of the face that I wanted to look absolutely realistic and some aspects of the face I didn't. And, and, uh, playing with those uh, prospects for a long time. And I could only do it through line development. And keeping lines and shading as a practice in my mind from early on and knowing... See, the thing that people won't tell you is this. This is the thing that most people won't tell you because they don't know how to do it or they've never done it and 
it wasn't that I always had someone tell me. Some people would not know to tell you something. So it's not like they're hiding information. They're doing it, but they may not know what they're doing. They may not know why they're doing it. And you might just have to be observant enough to see that it's a skill that you can use. And if you can absorb the process, then you might be able to figure out how to do it. So with me with lines, um, it started with when I was, it's, me with lines started with when I was little too, I would draw uh, I'll always draw a house. This this was the first things I remember drawing, and this was real. I'll always draw a house, and in front of the house, it would be a mother, a father, and it would be a boy and a girl, and it would be a pet. It would either be a cat or a dog. And when I got good at drawing that enough, then I would draw these were. I'm telling you this for real. The first things I ever really drew was this. It was a house. And then in front of the house, it would be a mother and father. It would be a boy and a girl. And it would be a pet, a cat or a dog. Those were the first things I ever drew. And I would draw that. When I, I would get to the point, I would draw that all the time. I would draw it every time I wanted to really draw something, I would draw that. When I felt like I was getting really good at that, I would draw a fence. <laughs> like once I once I started paying attention even to our house, the house that we grew up in, it was a fence out there. But some people had the wire fence and some people had the picket fence. So I would be like, I'm gonna draw a fence. So once I got to that point, I started to draw the fences. And I added that. But it all, all of these particular structures, they started with lines. So that's what I would draw. So I always knew how to draw uh, other things. Um, my attention span is like some other people. Like As you go through your natural process, you realize you only attached to emotionally other aspects. So when I got to a point where even though I would draw a pet, um, my attention span wasn't as well as it could be for, for uh, getting all of the details right with animals. I think the only time I got a project where we had to actually draw was the Siberian tiger. And I drew a Siberian tiger and it actually did look like it. I think I had an assignment to draw a polar bear. I drew a polar bear and it actually looked like it. When I was tutoring and mentoring, for some reason, a teacher asked us to draw a capybara. And if you don't know what that is, look it up. And I got stuck with an assignment to draw that. Um, animals... It requires a different level of concentration for me, and I have to research it. Can I draw it? 
I'm pretty sure I could draw it. I, like I said, I could draw it. I could draw almost anything. I just have to focus on it and I have to concentrate on it. And then I can see how to do it. Um, can, am I saying that I'll draw that it, I'm drawing it well as well as it can be drawn? No, because we all are students of practice or the discipline. So the only thing that has helped me was the line development. That's why I encourage you to do it. Line practices and shading and looking at all of the types of lines and shading that are out there that you could be doing will help you. I'm telling you right now. It will help you. You just got to look and see, based on what you're already doing, can you uh, can you develop it more? Is it, and do you care to? So... Um, that's why I said, like, I, I will draw stuff that I have never drawn before based on my practicing lines and shading, practicing lines and shading, working on definite line placement and shading as a discipline made it where I could draw almost anything. Not that I've ever had to, but if I wanted to, because I worked on that all these years and I work on it all these years, whether I'm physically doing it or thinking about it or looking at it or reading about it, I can understand it well enough before I begin to do it. That's why I'm encouraging you to do it, because you might be able to figure out how to do something like that, too. I don't know, but I figure I should at least tell you. Because it just makes sense for me to do that. I should at least tell you, but I've, it's a developmental practice. I don't know how. It might work for some people. It might not work for others, but it works. If you're one of those people, it might be able to work for you. I don't know. But it has helped me. I never drew architecture before. I never drew no builders like that before. Not in a serious manner. Like, not where I wanted to look realistic since elementary school. I was drawing no landscapes. I'll be always taking photographs or standing in important buildings. I'll always be standing in buildings that were amazing with architecture. I would always... I, w- I worked at the opera house just so I could get tickets to the opera, just so I could stand in the building and look at the architecture. I would be in the DIA or in the libraries or in the official building just so I could look at the buildings because it was all art. It was all lines to me. It was all lines and I was always studying them. So because it was lines as a practice, and I was always studying them, and I was always in buildings where they had sharp lines, where they had distinguished lines or characters to them, I could figure out how to do it. I could figure out how with shading because I've been practicing it for that long. So maybe that might help you. Anyway, that's all I got for y'all today. Bye!